Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Sears is an awful picture. What happened to Roebuck, right? Am I right? Where's, where's, where's Roebuck? <laughs> Sears. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Don't try it till you've had it. This is episode 80 of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Joining me each week are Johnny Hockey's number one fucking enemy, Stephen Wojtwitz. Bill Fougere, just been signed with the uh, Arizona Coyotes uh, on their LTIR. Nick Larita, number one hater of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow. You guys, Ooh. huh? We'll, we'll get to you. We will get to you. Uh, today started the first day of the NHL free agent frenzy, as they have been calling it. Uh, at noontime today, the, uh, the market opened for the NHL free agents, and they were signed. And boy, there was a, a plethora of them. Somehow, at 12.01, there were a bunch of deals to announce, even though they couldn't talk to each other until 12 o'clock. Wow. wow. Remarkable. Wow. 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 I mean, listen, I mean, I'm, I'm sure some numbers were said and things and, you know, no, but don't they, a couple of days before, don't they give them no. a window to, to talk no. to unrestricted free agents? I thought they can talk to them. They I thought they could they too. They did that no. one okay. year. I don't think that's the thing. No. Uh, All right. We'll look that up. Oh, well. Right, you look it up. Oh, well. Uh, before we get um We'll get into the other ones, but let's focus on the, our, our teams. Uh, let's take a ride on the Metro Summer Edition. No? No? You didn't like the Summer Edition? That was that was great. I love the Summer Edition, but I that thought we had to pause edition. first. But it's, it's still brought to you by Wholesome Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance. Of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. So, Billy, nothing, that... nothing more refreshing during the summer than a, than a nice tall glass of Nestle Quick. Oh, nice milk is the best. Strawberry milk. In the, in the heat. Oh, just, yeah. Oh, it's the best. Why, why? What did you roll your eyes, Nick? Because I said strawberry. No, I just I just realized <laughs> we might not have any milk because my wife just gave it away. I'm hoping. <laughs> oh God! Oh no! What? I, not on we're snack doing cake top day. Five snack cake right. tonight. There is poor Nick. There is a poor. Oh man, it's gonna be like a thimble of milk. Oh no! It's it's not good. That's, oh. It's not time for that. No. Cut it with water. Watered down milk is great. Oh, <laughs> water, I guess. <laughs> So, so Billy, was was Ron Hextall's goal to make the Penguins 
from last year, the same team as this year? Because if that was the goal, I think he mission accomplished, right? Uh, yeah, I guess they enjoyed the direction the Penguins were going in last year so much with their first round exit for the fourth fucking year in a row. And they said, why, why not? Let's, let's bring them all back again and, and uh, see if they can get knocked out in the first round again, but make the playoffs for the, whatever the 17th season in a row with the three guys who are going to play now for their 17th season in a row, uh, Malk and Letang and Crosby. So more of the same, Um, you know, I, 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 I'm actually, you know, I'm not against having Malkin back per se. I think the at the right price, but the contract was a little pricey. Six million a year is a little more than I certainly think he's deserving at this point. Um, I, I just, I just hope that a conversation that was had before he signed that contract was, what do you think of playing wing? Because you're not a fucking center anymore, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. It's just, I, I hope, I hope there was some. Some real. I hope there was some real talk there because he cannot be a second line center in this league anymore. It is, it is not a good uh, situation. But you know, if if they're gonna, they they must have something up their sleeve because they got way too many defensemen. Uh, maybe they're gonna deal somebody. Uh, we'll see. That they've they've still got some spots to fill in. Uh, Evan Rodriguez is still out there uh, as a free agent. Nine def- you said they had nine defensemen. Nine. Yes. Holy Jesus. This what? is too many after the Jan Ruda uh, signing. Yeah, I was very surprised to see Ruda sign. Uh, I thought that was a great pick. Pretty well. I like him. I like him, and, it's not, and he's not coming at a bad price. But, I mean, you're adding – you're just adding where you already have a, enough. I, so, I, I I don't know. Can you can you explain the Dustin Tokarski signing, too? Do they not have enough goalies? Did they have to replace Louis Domingue? I well, I guess when they see their first uh, two lines of defense go down and in the playoffs, all of a sudden, uh, you know, uh, and I don't know, maybe maybe you really got to address those depth pieces. I don't know. Uh, I know Tukarski had some some games where he looked really good against the Penguins last season. Maybe that's uh, maybe that was his audition. Maybe uh, maybe Hexall doesn't watch a whole lot of the NHL, and maybe he was really impressed when his own team got shut down by him. But uh, uh, him and the, so so him and and obviously Raquel the Raquel signing uh, which happened I believe since the last time we we talked was uh, I was surprised I, I really didn't think they'd get they'd have they'd hold Ra- Raquel and Rust um, through uh, free agency and and so they're both back and Malkin it, it's uh, well I, I think they're going to be above the cap I'm not sh- quite sure it did work yet but we'll see how it does work yet. They are above the cap right now, and they still have to. Uh, they have the restricted free agent in Kapanen, and uh, as you mentioned before, they 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 need to uh, if they're going to bring back Benny the Jet. Um, I don't know if, if they're going to do that or not. If he's in their plans, yeah. And I I, I he had such a hot start to last season, um, but it, it didn't really carry through uh, through the end. You know, it was it was just kind of streaky after that after the good start and um you know i i would even think if i would like to see them bring him back uh i mean if if they could still get him if they could still manage the the uh the cap i'd rather see him at second line center than malkin maybe maybe malkin be his way uh but who knows yeah it 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 does seem a little far-fetched that they get rodriguez back after uh after what they've spent so far but I, I, I don't know. I thought the um, – uh, which one was that? The Raquel 
signing was I think they got pretty good value for him. I think they got fair market value for him, maybe even touch under at, at five yeah, I, year for six years. But the Malkin, the four years for Malkin though, I, and the six years for Latang, you, you have to think that's gonna come back and, and and bite them in the ass later on. I don't think there's any question that I, I think we know what the direction is for Burke and uh, Hextall after after all that went down. Uh, they they are gonna milk what I guess they believe is still this window for a championship uh, for everything it's worth. And uh, yeah, damn, damn the team in, <laughs> in 2025 and 2026 and beyond. <laughs> uh, it, it's definitely going to be uh, well, we know what the penguins are going to be this year. So predicting what they're going to do uh, is, is going to certainly be easier and they're going to have, uh, hopefully have a full year of Malkin this year. Hopefully. That hasn't happened in a while, but we'll see. <laughs> no, no, it has not. It has not. So the other team uh, making noise in the Metro were the were your New York Rangers, your Metro Division champion New York Rangers. Um, they talk had about a, a team. To- talk about a team that went out there and loaded it up on goalies. <laughs> well, I mean, look, yeah, you you get Halak, who is a, a serviceable backup. Although I wanted Grice, but you know, between Grice and Halak, they both freaking dominated the Rangers in their career. So I don't think you'd go wrong with either one. Although Grice came in at 1.25 and Halak at 1.5. Um, so there could have been a little value there you saved with, with Grice. But I, I think at this point, Grice and Halak are pretty interchangeable. Um, and we know we need we need goaltenders in, in Hartford. We lost um, uh, Keith Kincaid, the Kool-Aid guide, signed in Boston. So we need another guy down down there. And uh, Louis Deming, hey, he can get his... Uh, his is uh what is it spike spicy broccoli and pork, whatever fuck he had. Um, so we'll 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 get some of that this year. Um, they also re-signed Libor Hayek and Julian Gauthier, which is uh, okay, I guess they're and and they're one-way deals, which I don't necessarily get, and I don't I don't understand how Libor Hayek has survived as long as he has, uh, and and the same could be true with, with Julian Gauthier. Um, but they did have holes to sign at, at second line center, and they filled that void by signing Vincent Trocheck to a seven-year, five point six two five million dollar deal. Um, I'm I'm pretty okay with Vincent Trocheck being my second line center. He was when we played against Carolina. He was a he's a hard nosed player who wins faceoffs, and we all know how important faceoffs are to the New York Rangers to win. You have to you win faceoffs, you win games. That's uh, the Rangers have proved over about and it. over again. We talk about it every week. Those face offs <laughs> and how important they are. Yeah, it's usually the opposite. <laughs> uh, I think he was in the top 10 in draws last year. He's 29 years old, seven years. Okay, I'm good with it. Cop got a very uh, almost the same exact deal from Detroit. Um, and I, th- I think Trocheck may be a little bit better than Cop. So I- I'm-, I'm okay with this a lot. Same Ron deal, had- except two less years. Yeah, same you know, AAV, two last year, five and seven. Uh, I, okay, I think I think it's a great signing for you guys. I I, I do too, and 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 I, as much as I know that you're you're joking when you say no, that, I'm serious. Um, oh, no. you didn't you didn't mean oh for you guys? No, no, no. I legitimately not for you. <laughs> legitimately for the Rangers, I thought it was a good signing. I think he's a good pickup. Yeah, and look, he he fits the mold. He fits the mold of a tough guy to play against, and that's what you know has been preached by the Rangers for the last two years. 
And this is what they're going to get. They're going to get a, a hard-nosed second-line player who, who knows Gallant, played with him in Florida, wants to play with Panarin. I mean, who doesn't? Mm. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, who, who, who's going to be their, their wing? Right now, Kako is penciled in there. Um, and you can look at their lineup right now. If, you know, season started today, you have, you know, Zabanajad with Kreider and probably Lafreniere. You're going to pencil in Trocek with uh, Panarin and Kako. Your third line will be Hedl with Blaze and Kratzoff. Thank God they kept them. And your fourth line is going to be, you know, a, a mixture of, of wings, starting probably with Hunt and Reeves and Barkley Goudreau in the middle. I think that's what you want as your team. It's not all that dissimilar from what you had this year. I don't think Trocek is going to be this upgrade at center from what Ryan Strom did last year. I think Trocek's going to win a lot more draws than Strom um, and be better defensively than, than Strom was. So, you know, the defense is going to be about the same. You're probably going to see more of, of, of Zach Jones this year. And look, I, I'm, I'm good with this lineup. This, this, is a, this is a playoff lineup. This, this team makes the playoffs next year without do you, question. Do you feel a little bad for Heedle that he, he doesn't even get the shot? He, they've already said to Trocek that he's the number two center. Yeah, that was part of the deal that he was the number two center. So do you feel bad that Hedl doesn't even get a chance to, to earn it in camp? Uh, look, over what, uh, a, a six to eight week period, he showed that he could be a number two center in the league. Um, but I think he needs to show it a little bit more during the course of the year. And, you know, he got hurt a lot. I don't know. I, there, there's question, there's, every year there's a question mark about Philip Hedl. And now you're taking And now you're taking the line combination that he excelled on and you're breaking it up again, right? Well, yeah, because you, you, you don't want your, your number one overall pick and the number two overall pick playing on the third line. They're top six guys, and that's where they should be. Um, your, your, your third line's got to be um, those type of players. But even look at Kratzoff and, and Blaze. Kratzoff was a first-round pick. Hedo was a first-round pick. But they weren't number one overall, number two overall. And I think those guys got to find somewhere, got to be slated somewhere in your top six, at least to give them the opportunity to do it. And I think next year, hey, this is your chance. Go out and prove it. So going to be a, a, a lot of fun next year. The Rangers are very similar to what they were like uh, last year, just like the Penguins with a, just, slight, um, just slight upgrades at certain positions. You know, Penguins signing uh, Ruda are, are a little bit better on the back end. Rangers signing Trocek up front, I think they're a little bit better. Um, so we'll see. Over in New Jersey. You we got it waiting. done today, boys. You guys are you guys are nice. waiting all day to sign Brendan Smith, huh? We got it Brendan done today. Smith. No, no. The big signing was made later on in the day where they re-upped Mason Gertzen. Wow. The Mason Gertzen line. Nice. They, they really signed him. They oh. signed in free agency today two players that have their official position listed as defense and wing. And they traded Pavel Zaka for Eric Hula. Is it Hula? No, he was he is forever going to be named Eric Hula for me. Hula hoop. Um, and obviously we're glancing over the big story. Johnny Goudreau spurning both the Devils and the Islanders to the play Flyers. for the powerhouse. Yeah. Fuck the Flyers, bro. In Columbus. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Oh, yeah, I wasn't even mentioning that. <laughs> it's it's well, I, look, Ohio is close to 
South Jersey. I mean, it's the next state over from Pennsylvania, which is the next state over from New Jersey. So you're three states I mean, away. Yeah, I mean, seven and a half hour drive. You said a forty-five. It's minute a nothing flight. commute. Well, technically, we're only a continent away from Peru. I mean, yeah. Have you been to Ohio? It's like a whole enjoy country, making man. that drive. Have you ever driven through Pennsylvania? The whole oh, thing? Yeah. It's it's how long that is? That's yes, we worst. did it. It's awful. Every time we do it, it's like, why did we do this? We should just shoot ourselves in the dick. There's, there's no real reason to drive through Pennsylvania. It is miserable. Pittsburgh's out there. Yeah, but it's, it's still in Pennsylvania. <laughs> right. But boy, he didn't want to play in Calgary so bad. He wanted he to come to back. It was personal reasons. So was it personal reasons that he wanted to be closer to his family or personal reasons that he didn't want to play in Calgary? Yeah. Mm. Well, like also personal reasons that he didn't want to play for the Devils, nor did he want to play for the Islanders because he probably would have got more money. He turned down the, the rumored deal with New Jersey was seven at 10 and a half. Mm. And he signed for seven at nine, eight, I think. Yeah. And oh. you got to figure that Lou is around that too. I mean, probably in the 10 or 10 range. They offered that to uh, Panarin, uh, you know, a couple years ago. And so you think it, I would honestly think it'd be a very similar deal. I and thought he, honest, I thought Lou offered Panarin more money than what the Rangers did. And he, he signed with the Rangers for 11-6. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was probably about the same. I, I can't imagine it was, it was much more, maybe what, 12, if yeah. it was, if he could offer that. I don't remember what the max he could yeah, offer. I don't know what the max point. was either. So but I'm saying it, way, I'm saying it here now. He doesn't hit 40 goals. He doesn't register 100 points. And he doesn't make it to a conference final. Well, who the hell is he going to play with? Who's In seven years, he's not going to do those three things. In Columbus, man. He can do it all himself, man. He's Johnny Hockey. If I'm being honest, though, the Devils made the most sense for him. Not because of people, but just their their team. The like, lineup, the team yeah, is... he would have fit in perfectly. He would have been a, a veteran leader. Yeah. They're right on the cusp of, like, breaking out, and, you know, he'd be that catalyst. But And he's not a center, which they're clearly where fine at. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean. But you're not going to sign Kadri now. unless no, you not unless you know, he agrees to play wing. Right. Or you move one of the others, you know, you move Nico over. Probably no, not. I don't. I don't think yeah. either of them want Use. to. Tom's so, got a look on his face. I can't even figure out who the fuck their number one center is. Is Columbus. it? Yeah, is it Columbus? Jack Roslovic? Is it? I mean, it's not. It can't be Cole Sillinger. He's on the entry level deal. I mean, who is their number one center in in Columbus? Is he hurt? Exactly. Uh, Boone Jenner. Okay. I don't know. The, the the appeal of of playing in Columbus as opposed to playing with Jack Hughes next year and for the next seven years, yeah, I, I mean that has a little bit more appeal to me. To be honest, with you. Uh, Line A, but Line A is not center, so you're gonna put right. him opposite side uh, with what Voracek? No, Voracek's not really a center. No, he's either. Not. So yeah, I guess you put in yeah, Rosovic. is probably the uh, number one center there. They have some guys coming up but i mean they still got signed line by the way like they're at uh what 79 79 they so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to make some deals for sure um and and yeah. they did say and there was chatter on twitter that line a has to be dealt now um 
And I think he might have been on the block prior to this anyway. All right. That'd be really you know why? You know where he would look good? <laughs> on the double right next to fucking Jack Hughes. <laughs> he would look great next to Jack Hughes. All right, well, Jack would be like, hey, go stand over there. I'm going to twirly-whirly this puck through all these guys over here, and when you're free, I'm going to put it right on your stick, and you're going to bang it home. Twirly-whirly? That yeah, say? that's what he, whirly. His, he does the twirly-whirly thing. Twirly-whirly. Okay, so who, who's the get now for the Devils? Or do they kind of sign a couple of good – they sign like well, a Nino they gotta do. They got to do – they got to get Brat done. Okay. And then – I mean, now he's Lott a priority. Is, a lot is the only buddy, the only guy out there. Hey, he was. I think, I think he was you know, Seattle. You know, and Pilot are the two best options. I think at wing. I or, think Nino looks trade. better. For, yeah, I think yeah. Nino Nino Ryder would look good on the Devils. I mean, I think he's better than that. He, he's been he's been rumored just because of the whole Swiss connection with uh, Heischer too. Yeah, they're pretty and, tight. And boy, oh boy, and, if the good. Islanders can somehow pull Pilot. And sign up a lot. I think that's a really would be an insane move for Lou. Potentially, we'll see. I, I mean, then they. I think he wants to make a move, and he's been quiet all day. Obviously, Goudreau was number one on his list, but now that that's done, you got to figure he's got to be looking at one of Palat or Nino. Um, honestly, one of those two. And if not, then maybe he's going to make a call to Columbus and maybe hey, say hey, uh, is this guy Line uh, available because. You know, I'm sure a couple of teams would want it. We're probably going to call on him now, unless they're they're figuring they're going to somehow figure out a way to uh, make him um, fit him in. But it would make more sense to move him if you need a center to play with, uh, or something else. You know, I mean, they need a lot of pieces, right? So yeah, and and look, there's centers out there. You know, take one of the Strom got, take one of the Strom brothers, and I think you got a center for Goudreau for the next hell of a long. Sign them all. Yeah, sign all those. You know, probably a package deal now, right? Yeah, or, or I don't think Paul Stasny is the number one center anymore, to be honest with you. <clears throat> and I, they can't afford Kadri. So, I mean, what what what's going to yeah. be their options? I don't know. It's, it looks interesting. Did they do anything today? Who's that? The Islanders. The ISO, I don't even uh, think no. they signed restricted free agents we, or their entry-level guys. No, we did the – well, we, we did – extend all of our qualifying offers and everything, but nothing. Um, no, but today have, was a day you can sign your draft picks. To not, they didn't have a yeah. first round draft pick though. They traded it away. We it traded it away. We didn't even talk about the draft, but <laughs> yeah, Isles, Isles hundred percent centered their first round pick over to Montreal and surprise move to pick up uh, our newest defenseman, Alexander Romanov, um, who's 22 year old RFA, you know, um, I guess it's like a one of those ten point two C whatever it is. I really know nothing about him, zero. Like they, yeah, they made the deal at the draft. I was like, who the fuck is that? I know, me too. I did the same thing. So the great thing is that he's he's young, which was like, Lou, you could, you got someone young. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, you know, so that was great. Uh, he's apparently a hard hitting, um, you know, puck like not exactly a puck moving defenseman. He's a defensive defenseman. But he has some really great alley pass uh, ability. He can mm-hmm. skate real well. Like he's a very good skater from what I've seen in, in a number of different videos, watching him train and also in game. But his big thing is he is very physical. He has some. If you look at highlights for him, he's laid some big hits out. He's not a huge guy by any means, but he's he he can skate and he hit and he's a 
he's like a barrel, you know? So they're going to pair him for sure with Dobson, I think. And the two of them being 22 each will be a pretty good looking pair together because they can both skate. Nice balanced pair too. Yeah. Cause Noah's Noah's more offensive minded. And I think Romanov will get some more um, recognition because of that. Cause you're going to have Dobson kind of, you know, being a lot more of the focus, but you're going to see, I think some nice, real nice passing from him. Now it's not a, now the thing was that we want, Lou wants two guys. He wanted an, a, an offensive and a defensive defensive man. So they got the defensive guy. Now he really still wants somebody to play the point. We don't quite have that um, as like the six, seven defenseman. So right now, um, you know, uh, so it looks like uh, Salo, um it's probably gonna be the number seven or number six, Robin, Robin Salo. He'll probably, yeah, number six, seven. Yeah, it depends on how they fit him in because you got Pulak and Pelik, not, uh, Dobson, Romanov, and then you got uh, Mayfield, and then really it's like Salo or Ajo. So really they need one more guy to really fill it in. Um, we'll see what they can muster. I'm gonna throw this out there for playing the point in the power play. You could probably get Subban real cheap. He's an option, man. I don't know if he's gonna leave Devils though. He might come back cheap. Oh, he's not. He's not. Uh, he's, he's not, not playing next the year Devils. with the Devils. That he's ship not gonna sailed. come back. No, no. he is so? not playing next year with the Devils. No, that ship has sailed for sure. Yeah. Well, I would Bre- say Brendan. Him. Brendan Smith just took the spot that he would have been in. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And and what's surprising to me at, at the draft, I think from from our podcast perspective, is you know. I understand the Devils are full of centers, but how do you pass on Shane Wright? How does he fall to number four from being number one? Look, I know you got a serviceable defenseman. That's great. But how do you let a guy like that, how do you, how do you let him go? What's easier to get through free agency or trades? A, a very good right shot defenseman or a forward. Well, look, he's not. We, we got, he's we not a generational. He's not a generational talent. He's not a generational trade. He's not a generational talent, right? So look at the free agent list today. Before you know, look at it yesterday. Of the free agents, how many defensemen were there? Klingberg. That's it. Klingberg is a right-handed defenseman. That's it. He's the only one on the whole list. Well, Subban. So look like at the fall. All right, well, the look at the fall off you got. Yeah. Now look at the forwards. Who do you have as forwards? You're trying to justify it, and that and that's good. But I I don't know how you I don't I don't, just don't know how you let him pass by. Even if you even if he never plays a shift on your team, he's still an asset that you trade for something larger later on. They tried to trade down, and didn't get any deals worth it. Yeah. And and yeah, I can see that. So it's not like they don't need both positions. <laughs> so why not go for the one that's harder to get? Then and what and what do you do? Do you do you put him as a third line center? No, but even do you move him he's to not the even wing? gonna be your third line center. Dawson Mercer's your third line center. Well, or do you no, or do you keep Dawson Mercer on the wing? Uh, he, uh, he played wing last year, he didn't play center last year. I don't know. Is is the defenseman even is he going to play in the NHL this year? There's a possibility he's going to play in the NHL, and if he doesn't, he can play in Utica. Yeah, he doesn't have to go back overseas. He doesn't have to go back to juniors or anything like that. 
he could go right to Utica and you know start playing professionally to get more valuable experience than he was getting overseas. Don't the Penguins have a first round pick? Yeah, some tall guy. He's like six five, and he he grew a lot or something. That was a story. So they said, "Oh, he had a growth spurt. We're gonna we're gonna draft this guy, see what he could do." So I think they're just hoping for a physical defenseman in a couple of years when they don't have nine defensemen under contract anymore. Um, yeah, not non-factor for the near future. But they had a pick. I mean, that was that was good. That was a bit of a surprise, actually. I, we usually trade them away. All right, Nick, we covered the draft. You you happy now? <laughs> Rangers didn't yeah. have any first round picks. And that's why that's picked- why it wasn't on the agenda, because the Rangers didn't have one fucking pick. So, <laughs> that's right. so why talk about it? <laughs> so you self-centered prick motherfucker. Hey. Let's talk cakes, baby. Oh my God. When did Randy join? When did Randy join the show? <laughs> you don't talk like that about anybody but Randy. Let's talk. Were, were there any? Were there any surprise? Were you surprised by any other than Goudreau, who I think was the biggest surprise out of everybody? Uh, the term. Is there, there any surprises? Yeah, uh, Malkin. Ter- Tamp- well, Mel- you thought Malkin was a, was a surprise? Oh God, yeah. Dude, everybody. Yeah, everybody please. said Malkin was going to sign somewhere else. It was like a fate accompli, as they say. Is that French? Who the hell says that? Philly does. It's French. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, can we just say for a second, Tampa? You mean you know, besides Tampa sent, signing everybody to eight-year contracts? Eight years, they handed out like 160 million dollars in contracts in like the span of eight minutes, and they're just like, like they're handing out a know. Twinkie. <laughs> a lot of Twinkies. So, so Sergachev. That's foreshadowing. Sergachev worth it, right? Oh, I don't know. Sorelli's Sorelli's worth that's it. Crazy. I thought that was a lot of money. That was a ton. He's Sergeyev. gonna fit. He's gonna no because. You don't think Hedman's on the way out, and then Sergachev slides right into that spot? You, you're telling me you want you want Sergachev over um, Hedman? No, 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 no. How many, he, he how many more years eventually. has Hedman got? Right. I think he. Uh, how old is he? Thirty. He's. I mean, Sergachev is young, but I, I don't know that he's a top line defenseman. I, I agree. I think. Well, he's, I think future. he's maxed out at second line. You think you don't think yeah. by the time Hedman. Edmund's 31. He's got three years left on his deal. So you don't think in three so, years, Sergachev could be the number one D for three years? It'd be 27. I mean, temperature banking right, on it. Ripe age. But I, I thought the other two deals were much more surprising. The, what, the signing Sorelli to a to an eight-year deal at eight 6.5? Well, that's yes. a fucking great deal for him. Yeah, I, you think so? Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's eventually going to be the number one center in Tampa. Well, maybe not because of point. Uh, so you're paying. So you're paying your second line center six point two five. Okay, I'm all right with that. I mean, is Stamkos going to retire? He's only thirty two. Well, he, after his contract, he'll be thirty four. Um, I don't know. I think he's a he's a lightning for life, but he's not going to he's not going to make the eight point five million dollars he's making on his next contract. They gave eight eight years, five point two to Eric you, Cernak as well. So they went. So wait, can we eight, just go back to Sorelli? Yeah, sure. Um, never scored twenty. Never broke fifty points. He's also twenty four. Okay, but two, is that he's got two cups? He's got two cups, but they're not because of him. Still. 
hasn't had a top two line role though either, not full time. No, well, last year he, he last year this season he did. But I'm saying like it, I'm I'm actually trying to agree with you, Tom. Like in terms of his, you know, looking at his stats, looking at his production, you know, when he didn't have that role, you can't really expect him to be like a 20 plus goal scorer. No, but he hasn't topped 40, 44 points is the most he had in 68 games two years ago. This past year, 43 and 76. He's probably close to just under 50 points. Um, but he didn't light it up really in, in terms of points in the playoffs either. I think he's he's more of what, just, you know, all-around player. Yeah, I, know, just, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot he, for him, man. I feel like second-line center is playing him out of position. I think he's... He's a third, fourth liner. And and Cernak uh, is 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 like your fourth, fifth, sixth defenseman. But even still, in two years when they when the cap goes up oh, astronomically. Not, okay. This is six point two five for your third line center. That's the only might saving sound like grace. A good deal. That's the only saving grace is that the cap will go up. Well, at the end of the day, he's part of the core of that team. That's kind of the whole idea. You, you sign your, your core guys long term. Build around them. So yeah, I feel like, like all the, the core new, guys are new... signed. Vasilevsky is signed yeah. through friggin' 28. Yep. Zergachev yep. is Hedman signed for the next three years. Kucherov is signed through 27 uh, or through 26. Kucherov, Point, uh, Nick Paul. Yeah. I mean, all the, that's that's their core now. Really? That's their core of their team. Stamkos is on the back end of that core. And after this contract, he's no longer going to be part of that court and expendable. 24-25, they got $60 million committed to seven players. Can, I, can we stop there for a second, Tom? Sure. Stamkos put 40 goals this year. Well, and look, I but he, you think after his his after this contract expires at yeah. the end of the 23-24 season. You think that he's going to get another eight point five million dollar contract? Uh, I don't think he's going to. Take, it depends what he wants. They're going to they're going to sign him back. They're not going to let him go unless unless there's a, an impasse where they can't sign him or something. But that seems bizarre that they wouldn't they wouldn't keep his their you know captain and they're basically their heart and soul of the team. No, um, and I, I can see him signing you know, for in in maybe the six less. million dollar range. But I'm but, saying, like, he's he's that core piece. He was healthy, 81 games yeah. this year for the first time in a few years. And, look, I'm so. going to rebut on this a little bit, too, because I understand your point here. He's only going to be 34. These guys at 34 years old are still putting yeah. up freaking 100-point seasons. So he very well might Crazy. demand another $8.5 million, $8 million. At, at yeah. time and you get in, then you get into that sketchy, though, uh, when you sign a player over 35, the contract is a little bit different, right? In terms yeah, of but he will be 34, so he wouldn't he wouldn't yeah. get okay. that 30, 35 plus contract. But who's expendable at that point? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll definitely see for sure because they traded a hell of a player in McDonough who still can play at the value of his contract. Yeah in order to fit all these guys and they're still not going to be, and they're not going to be able to bring Palat back. And Palat was like one of their main guys in their playoff runs for the past three seasons. So now these other guys got to step up and, and one of them's got to be the new Palat. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk cakes. Come on. 
Tom. Can we talk cakes now? <laughs> We're, we're a hockey podcast. We're still in free. This is day one of free agency. And you're all about and snack cakes. We've, we've talked you. about them all. Blame Johnny Hockey. I'm burnt out. <laughs> it was a long day of watching the news. Yeah. For, to be honest. No, and, it, uh, it, yeah. it was. I started on ESPN Plus and then they shipped over to TSN coverage after two o'clock and it was uh it was definitely a long long day of watching all that stuff and refreshing your your twitter feed for sure it was huh bill shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) well let's get the snack cakes come on toronto is taking a lot of fucking heat for the goalies that they sign and letting campbell go so good luck toronto next year and detroit is going to be a team to to actually well they're going to be a lot better than they were last so is ottawa yeah. I, don't know. I, I thought Claude Giroux better. got a little less than what he should have gotten. He should have gotten in the eights, in my opinion. Yeah, but they got to bring Cat at the draft. So I mean that's that was a pretty pretty big move there to get him. That might yeah. have been a home a hometown discount too, though. But they didn't did, did they need to give a hometown discount? No, he might have offered them a hometown discount. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm gonna go home, I'll I'll let you sign me for a little less. Well, he's ridiculous. Okay. Well, he's got he's got six million dollars more than you got. Six and a half. That's true. Six and a half. I was, I was giving you the half. <laughs> I the half. In you your know, net worth. Take me to get that half. Your net worth and your home, you know. Life okay, insurance I, I, on Lauren, stuff like that. All right, I, I got you. All right. I'm with you on that one. All right. Well, it was a, it was definitely a fun day, and uh, and look, there's going to be more signings that come in the coming weeks, uh, which we will not be around for. <laughs> we'll be back on the third of August, um, and we'll recap what has happened in the in the interim, and then um, we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes from there. So let's go to our top five list. The top five again. I just can't wait to do the top five again. This week is top five snack cakes. Nick, go get your milk. We have to wait for Nick to go get milk. <laughs> I'm go get here. Your milk. Fucking talk. Jesus Christ. I'm not a mute or something. <laughs> now, uh, we, I, I have my, my plate of snack cakes in front of me. I have them all. Um, but I understand it was uh, a little challenging for everybody to get the old snack cakes. Not hey, for listen, me. I bought the right box. Here. I bought right boxes. Here. I didn't buy. I bought one individually wrapped one, and I had one here already. Um, but I went out and, and I had to buy two full boxes. I bought two full boxes. That's what you got to do for the podcast. I mean, I, I got two boxes. I, of I feel shame, Bill. I got, I got five I individual packages because this is shit I eat for breakfast. So <laughs> I know where to go to get it. I, I, I grew up on snack cakes, and, and because of that, when I went to my doctor a few months ago, my, my, the index for diabetes, right? I think it's called the HNIC. I was at a 6.5. Are you sure it's called what the HNIC? Just that threshold. You're supposed to be below 6.5. So I spent the last few months really doing good, and I went back to my doctor literally yesterday. This is really true. And, and I had dropped by like a whole half, a whole half by a half a point. So I am, I am in the good you're, boy. Range. You're now able to, to eat more to get back up. 
Exactly. But that's why I'm not going to buy like a whole case. I can't have a whole case of snack cakes. <laughs> well, not I'm not asking you to buy a whole case. I'm asking Bill, you to buy a box. Bill, you want to know the I'm real culprit? You want to know the real culprit? Those fucking disgusting sun chips. Oh, no. Those are they're, high fiber. They're you giving you diabetes. High, yeah, those are, those are good for you. <laughs> no, I think, I think out of everything that we've talked about, the snack cakes today are the thing that I abuse yeah. my whole life. I, I not not, not cookies, not ice cream, not chips. Snack cakes fucked me up. These were these were up there on my list as well. Good call. <laughs> nope, no. Question but I did about abuse it. cookies and I did abuse chips as well. But these were also very prevalent in the childhood home. So, all right, Bill, you start us off. Honorable mention, go for it. Oh, honorable mentions that Susie Q's snowballs. Devil dogs, devil dogs, which I almost wanted to put on my list, not because they're top five, but because I have a, I have a method of eating them, like a little story about eating them, like Steve always has. Please, we're like, you, please share you put it. them in the fridge or the freezer. <laughs> please, please sir, no, will you tell me your story. <laughs> you got to pull them apart, right? Because a, a devil dog is kind of a dry cake and you pull them apart and, and however you pull it apart, the icing is always going to be on one side. The icing may break in the middle and stay on one side. And the other side has the other part of the icing, but you take all the dry cake and you eat that, or you just throw it away, and then you just eat the half with the icing, and that's a really good uh, ratio. Oh, you if it's all on one, if it's all on one devil dog bun, you right. then fold that in half, and then eat as a no, double stuff. Or no, you, you just, just eat, however, just however you, you get that thing down your throat. That's how you do it. Or that's, do you eat it as an open dry face? Half that does no. Yeah. Open face or double stuff? No, I would do open face. I don't I didn't put it together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, double so dogs, double dogs in the freezer though. That's a delight. I'll have to try, try that out there. one of yeah. these days. Or even in the fridge, it gets cold enough. Uh my honorable mention is simply the uh the brownie with the little nuts on top. Oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. it. That's my honorable mention. Oh, you put that and, in the microwave. No, fuck you. And I'm sure it will not come as a surprise <laughs> to you. Of the five, I have four that I eat in a in a specific manner. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Figured that was coming. All right. My honorable mentions are uh, yodels. And coffee cake. I think that counts. As... Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Post coffee cake. Well, look, I, I, I had found when I was walking around Publix that they, they make the, the Entman's golden cake with that hard fudge. You know, the cake, the Entman's cake, the golden cake yeah. with the hard fudge topping. They yep. make that in a single pack now. Mm. Oh my god! It just, I, I, it's not my honorable mention. I just, it had to be mentioned. It's not my honorable mention. <laughs> yes. Is that an honorable, a less honorable mention? I need to bring awareness to you guys. Okay. So you can go and search Thank this you, out. Thank you, buddy. My pleasure. Uh, funny bones, uh, everything Bill said, and, um, and the hostess pies. You give me one of those fucking hostess okay. pies hey, that, with the hey, cherry pie. Hey. No, 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 no. You're not fucking getting away with this shit. <laughs> You're not getting you away with this shit. 
What do you mean? It I'm should count. I think it should count in snack cakes. I know it's we're a snack cake. It's made by hostess individual it's rappers. It's a fucking right pie. It's right next to the fucking Twinkies. It says it's pie. It's an imagine. What do you care? Right in the fucking name. And so what? It's it's a hostess. So pie. it can't be a pie, pie. and a cake. They're two different things. Now, oh, but a snack cake's a category, and all sorts of shit falls under that. It's just, Thank it's you. It's Listen to the fat one. In a package. Yeah. <laughs> Listen Billy's here, Derek Diabetes. Shut up. I was I had diabetes oh. for, for at least a day. At you least a day. Them, you should have called him Wilford Brimley. What's I, wrong I, with you? I mean. <laughs> All right, go five. It's gotta be the oh. cherry pie, though. Good lord. Fuck you. No. Okay, my it's number five, five, which fucking asshole. Which uh is not one of the ones that I got, but it is one of the ones that I saw on the shelf, but I didn't end up getting it. My number five is actually a, I can't believe it, but it's a tasty cake, which is from Philly and, and fuck the flyers, but, fuck the but flyers. it is a, it is a tasty cake. It's the, it's the, um, it's the coffee cake, but it's the one that's got the cream in the middle. Mm. What? There's cream in the middle one? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's coffee yeah. cake with cream in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's my number five. Ooh, Ooh Billy. Ooh, that's a good one. Whew. Uh, my number five has been already mentioned, and it is the Devil Dog. Oh, Devil Dog! And is this one of the ones that you have a specific method of eating? So yes, specific. Just like you, uh, open it up. I will eat the piece of cake with milk, and then I will lick all the cream. <laughs> And then I will eat the other piece of cake with the rest of the milk. Can can you go back and lick the cream again? There you go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. Number five <laughs> for me, the devil dog. All right. We eating these? Or, or no, I'm not. Playing? I'm not. Nick, I would have diabetes tonight if I eat all mine. <laughs> we're not going to do that. I, I, I think I'm going to eat my number one. I think I'm going to eat my number one. I'm a number like, two on the HNIC scale, and I would get diabetes if I eat all this. <laughs> I, I was debating how we would do this. All right, my number five is a classic to me. It would be the honey bun. Oh, honey bun. Mm. I used to eat these in uh, school because we had a uh, high school date. They're like they had random shit there, you know, random host of stuff. And I saw this kid eating these like one day, and I was like, "What the hell is that thing?" And he was like, "Give me a piece." And he was just like, "Holy shit, crack!" And just you know, fifty cents every day, fifty cents, and you know that, and like uh, another fifty cents for like a small slushy. It was amazing, small slushy, mm-hmm. honey bun, couldn't beat it. I used to go food shopping in Food Town in Metuchen with my mother. Mm-hmm. And we would come down the bread aisle. At the end of the bread aisle was the hostess section. And the, the cream in the hostess products used to be superior until they changed the recipe for to save your life or something like that. God damn it. Dummies. But one of the things down the aisle that I used to get regularly uh, that would be eaten before we got to the register and they would just ring up the empty paper would be the hostess cupcake. Mm. Oh, yeah. The hostess mm-hmm. Cupcake. I want to eat it so fucking bad. Right <laughs> you know what? I I always I always preferred that's a that's an awesome cupcake. I I'm one of the freaks that always liked the orange one. Really? Orange you're, one not, you're not a freak for that. What are you talking about? Didn't no? they only make that yeah. around Halloween? 
You're a freak for other things. No, they make it all the time. Cupcake. Number four. Bill. Number four. I got my number four. Oh. That's one of the ones I got in my bag. My number four um, is the Ding Dong. Yes, you are. Hey. Or uh, also, I mean, the other snack cakes I'm, I think is a ring ding or, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's all the same. So it's the it's the hockey puck shape, the hard chocolate shell, chocolate cake, and the cream in the middle. Oh. Uh, my number four is the tasty cake, cupcake, cream filled, very similar to Tom's, uh, larger than the Hostess. And the cream is just the same as it was when you were a little child. Mm. Mm. Got to be vanilla cream filled though, not chocolate. They come in chocolate cream filled as well. It's got to be the vanilla oh, cream. Yeah. I want to try all of these. Mm. Would Bill just getting ideas? <laughs> <laughs> My number four. I'm sure everyone may have this on there. List, I think this is the most common one. The Twinkie. Oh, Twinkie. if you can find it, you know. Number four, yeah. huh? Okay. Okay. I okay. I have a specific okay. thing that is gonna be common throughout the next three. So Ooh. it's cream. The other two. They're all sun chips. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Bill. Don't tell them ahead of time. <laughs> My number four was the only individually wrapped one I could find. And I found it at the Wawa. Um, and it only recently, only the past probably six years, has it become part of my top 10. And that is the zebra cake. Chocolate, it's this? a uh, vanilla cake inside. Uh, vanilla hard shell with chocolate stripes resembling a zebra with cream in the middle of the vanilla cake inside i don't think i've ever seen that before it i've is, never heard of this um, seen it, yeah. oh you're going to i never tried one i see them around go to wawa they have them individually uh and when you buy the individually wrapped ones they're larger but when you find buy the boxes you get two in a package and they're smaller but this is, is a gigantic one that i'm gonna have to eat eventually that's interesting um, but mm. man boy do i want to tear into this and it's like a, a crispy Coating, no, what's no the crispy? There's nothing. What's the coat inside. you said? A hard, it's like a hard, it's a hard vanilla coating. um glaze. Let's call it a glaze. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. I'm just I'm licking my fingers. I, I'm just enjoying watching you lick your fingers. Mm. Oh, oh, god, this, yeah. this episode's turning very quickly. Number three, <laughs> my number three, um, is a lot like my number four, it's just in a different shape, basically. Uh, my number three is the yodel or the the Swiss cake roll and the little Debbie roll. It's just it's just that it's that same hard chocolate shell uh, with a cylindrical chocolate cake and then the cream in the middle. And you know, a lot of these snack cakes are almost like Mexican food. You know? Like it's just it's just that's all the same. The same thing, just per, just shapes. packaged differently. Yeah. This is a burrito. This is a this is a crunch wrap. You know that kind of thing. So my number three, the yodel. Well done. Uh, my number three is the Tasty Cake Butterscotch Crimpet. 
Ah, they should have been on my honorable mention list. Which which gets eaten. Uh, so it's a three pack, right? You see, it's three. It's the the one you buy in the store. If you buy it prepackaged in a box, it's only two. This one is three. Um, you peel the cake off the the top. You eat the cake. You peel the cake off the top. You eat the cake. You peel the cake off the top. You eat the cake, and then you roll all the frosting, and eat that together. Oh, I don't. That just turned my stomach a little bit. No, no. Drink all that frosting at once. And then you drink all the milk at first before you eat the cereal. Oh, oh. <laughs> you just ruined it. Gross. Oh, God. Gross. I love a butterscotch cream, but I don't think I would want to have the butterscotch just in a big bowl of butterscotch. <sighs> You're missing out. Gotta have at least some of that cake in there. My number three has six of them in this package. Ooh, got donuts. donuts. It's got to be. Yeah. It's oh, the donuts. Yeah. The donuts, as mm-hmm. they call them. Tasty cake calls them mini donuts. Um, I think I always got tasty cake. I don't know if there's really a difference between them, to be honest. But uh, I used I used to always get these in like when I was like uh, college, like for breakfast. I just grab one of these and coffee and just eat these. But these are so addictive. They used to you come eat, you know, in the Edmonds box. They're not small not yeah. Oh, no filling, oh, right? Oh. There's no filling in that. No, they're just little no. cake donuts, but they're yeah. just so good. I mean, you could go. I was thinking of this for the powdered ones, but I realized well, the powdered ones I get sick of. But these were like. Now let me ask you a question, thing. though. If I put those in front of you, yeah, and I put a box of Entenmann's Popums in front of you, which are you eating? Hmm, I probably would go with the taste cake ones. The Popums are interesting too. I think they're very similar, but they have like. Slightly different taste. Some of the problems have like a little crunchy to them or something. They got a well, they got a glaze on them, and the glaze can yeah, if, yeah, they, yeah. if you they're leave the box good. open for an hour or two, it starts to get a little bit solid. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty good too. I, I forgot about those completely, honestly, though. I I mean, I wouldn't have counted them on this list because it's not a cake, but Tom probably would have. Right. Right. If it's made by hostess or a tasty cake, it can well then that should have been the name of the fucking list. It's the snack cakes. My number four or three Pie is in a fucking snack cake. That's my number three, I was still staring at my zebra cake. That's why of course I you were. said it was number four. <laughs> is um is the little Debbie nutty buddy? This is the chocolate on the outside with the uh, with the wafer, and in between the wafers is peanut butter, and. Uh, mm. It's and there's about like six layers Tom, of those wafers in there, Tom, and there's and there's peanut butter you right between you each do one it. of those layers. You know you want to bite that. Good God in heaven! Give that bad boy the a bite. Smell Tom. of it hit my nose. Put it and in your I mouth. I got erect. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> do it. Do it for all of us. My God. Take a bite. Come on, you know you that want was, uh, You want that delicious chocolate in your mouth? Wow. Give it a I bite. I do. That that shit that that was that that's just fucking delicious. You're looking at them all so lustily. I don't <laughs> even know. I, don't, I just sometimes don't understand how I'm the fattest one. Okay, uh, so uh, my number two, um, my number two is a one that I found recently actually because it's this ghetto brand called Mrs. Freshly's, um, which I found in the, in a gas station in uh, Eastern Tennessee. Shocking. Uh, Mrs. So a Mrs. Freshly's Reese's peanut butter cup snack cake. 
absolutely amazing. It was. It, so it blew so my when mind. you want this, you I, have to go to Tennessee. I, well, I, I've been looking for it, and, and yeah, it didn't surprise me that much that I didn't find this one around. But you uh, would think you would have went. They, apparently, they sell them at Walmart, but uh, I'm not going to Walmart, so I'm gonna have to be creative and figure out how I'm gonna get more of those things. Maybe they were on sale for Prime Day. You should have looked. Did you look? You should look. I did look. Number two, which I'm kind of surprised hasn't uh, popped up on anybody's list just yet. Although I'm still holding out hope that it will be on somebody else's list because it's a true treat. So, tasty candy cake, cakes. peanut butter candy cake, which in our house are actually just called tasty cakes. We just call these tasty cakes. I don't know why. Those are candy cakes. But they get called tasty cakes. And the way these get eaten is you, you, you eat Open the chocolate, you eat the chocolate around the edge first right and then you you can bite just the top off and with the top comes the peanut butter and then you eat that and then you eat the cake with the rest of the chocolate what the fuck is the matter with you really why do you have ways of eating what are you everything? talking about you get bored this is like it's like we're listening to how to make a murderer that's like <laughs> i feel like we're listening to sometimes we're 80 episodes in yes it's just it's just something you do just something you do. My God. All right, number two. One of the best things about this is if you make you freeze them, they are fantastic. I didn't freeze this because I forgot to do it yesterday. So however, the ring ding looks like a hockey puck. Freeze it's better. But man, I don't know if a, I've ever I don't know if I ever froze one. Yeah, I good. It's got that I mean I don't eat like a weirdo, so I just freeze them and eat them like a normal person, but <laughs> You know, I just like the combination of like the cream and all of the stuff actually being cold just has like a different texture to it. I get shit on by all the Loritas way too much. Of my life. <laughs> Tear too, man. Oh yeah, wow. of course. <laughs> all right, number two, my number two. two um, it was next to my number five when I walked down the aisle at Food Town with my mother. And this was the the classic golden caked Twinkie. Mm. These, uh, whew, I had to buy a box of these things. And this is one of the ones that Ryan's not going to eat. So I'm going to have to either eat them or throw them out. But Now, will you freeze that? Uh, listen, I think any of these, if you put in the refrigerator, it makes the cream more solid in the middle. And I think it makes it better for uh -huh. whatever reason. Um, but if you put them in the, you know, refrigerator freezer to me with these things, I think they're about the same. Interesting. The Twinkie, my number two. It's a classic. Hey, it's a classic. My number one. Is the host's it's... pie. You got a pie? Oh, God. If he does, I'm quitting. My number one is from Little Debbie. The oatmeal cream pie. Which is part cookie and it's called a pie, but I'm still going to count it as a snack cake. God, listen, it says it's, it's a fucking called pie. a pie. It's a pie, so it's not it's, a cake. See, it's, it's a pie. This is not even. This does not resemble a pie in any way. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait. You're gonna you're gonna oh, eat yeah. it. Let me. I want to see. I want to. Oh, we're, we're eating. I want to see you take that first bite. <laughs> now, mm. let me ask a question. It doesn't play well on the radio, Bill. As you eat that, does the cream? seep towards the back and then 
or does the cream kind of stay in place? No, it stays in place. It's, this shit's made like, I don't know what the fuck it's made of. It's, it's more like salad. marshmallow. That's a good analogy. Okay. Don't mind, Bill. <laughs> so while, uh, while Bill slowly strokes out, mm. I will show you my number one. Uh, previously mentioned by somebody else, kind of mentioned by somebody else as well, but it's the, the yodel. And uh, I'm not even going to tell you how I eat these, but I do have a special way to eat. You deep throat them. Come on. Well, you're into this now, so we need to know how you eat them. So the way the yodel gets eaten is you can bite off just the very end. Just the tip? And just the very end. And then you can actually peel the hard layer, the hard coating off and eat that first and then unroll the cake. And then if you unroll the cake, you get this U-shape with the cream inside. And again, you just lick the cream out. Amazing. <clears throat> that was the one that surprised me. I could not find anywhere. I literally saw that nowhere. And I used to see them everywhere I went. Quick check. Didn't have it in my quick call check. Them, they oh. call them something else, though. They call them something else. So, all no. right. And I will say this. It's got to be a yodel. I'm not eating the, the Little Debbies anymore. Why? They taste different, and I like the yodel better. Yeah, it the best. I 100% can tell you they taste different. You do a taste test with me, I will pass it. They taste different, and the yodel is better. To each their own. So, okay. boys, my number one, it's not the right one I wanted, but unfortunately, because I couldn't find it, I got the, the box. It's the little ones. It's not the two-pack, but it is the cupcake. The, it was just cupcake. Yes. This Atta is boy, Nick. the number one. You too? No, no. That was your, what number was that for you, Tom? That was number uh, five. Okay. You guys know how I eat it? You want to see how I eat it? Take a bite like this. Mm. That's, That's very weird. weird. That's weird. weird. <laughs> Bill, ironically enough, ironically enough, the cupcake, by the way, <clears> the only <throat> one I don't have a special way to eat. Really? Yeah, it's probably yeah, gonna just... take the fucking icing off first and all the other shit. But my number one uh, is a staple in this household, and my son Ryan and I fight over these all the time, and um, they they can't stay in the house long enough. And that is the Little Debbie's Swiss cake roll. Now, nope. don't get them from Publix. You have to get them from Walmart. You will get the larger size of the Swiss cake roll. So don't be fooled and buy the ones at Publix. Buy the ones from Walmart. The Swiss cake roll itself will be larger. Or do yourself a favor and get a yodel because it's um, better. Nope. I think they are a little bit different, but I put them yeah, at equal on my uh, on my list of number three. So delicious. So mm -hmm. delicious. Now these do these do taste better in the fridge. All right, I put my, my bag of goodies back. Mm. I was afraid we had to eat all of them. So that is our top five Ugh. snack cakes. Woo. Good timing. I'm done wow. with my little Debbie. Mm. I only last a couple minutes with little Debbie. <laughs> my, only, my only problem now is which one am I going to have for breakfast tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> or how many of them am I going to have for breakfast tomorrow? I'm not going to eat any right now, though. I'm not going to eat any right now. 
because right now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong Bill. Thank you. Okay, today's question: Which Anaheim Ducks goaltender went undrafted in the NHL entry draft? The question doesn't even say a year or shit. Okay, uh, Steve, I think you raised your hand. Scott Niedermeyer. Uh, no, no, goaltender. <clears throat> wow, wasn't drafted by the Ducks, not a goaltender. That's a, one of the worst answers of all time. Tied for like the worst answer of all time, I think. That was the Caddyshack 2 of answers. <laughs> uh, John Gibbons. It's Gibson, no, sir. isn't it? Whatever. Gibbons, Gibson. Gibbons. Kurt Gibson. Debbie Gibson. No, it's not, none of the Gibsons. Gibson guitars. Ooh, that's I like that, but no. Is it J what was his name? Jaguar? Jean Sebastian. Jean Sebastian Jaguar. He is on the list, the multiple choice list, but no, not him. Fuck. Who else was, uh, so was who Gibson else? for that matter? Gibson was on the list too, and he wasn't him either. Who the hell else was a goaltender for Anaheim? That's <laughs> all I got. John Beesbrook. Not Johnny B. Goldberg. <laughs> Goalie. Oh, he wasn't drafted. That's, that's true. That's true. I, I win. Wasn't an Anaheim duck, though. I think that's where they're going to get you on that technicality. Damn it. Ryan Miller. Nope. Yeah, he was a Buffalo Saber. I know, stupid. Yeah. I mean, technically, he wasn't drafted by the Ducks, and he was a Ducks goal. He, was he wasn't undrafted in the NHL entry draft. Shut up, Bill. Oh, sorry. Nobody fucking asked you. Paul oh. Korea. Oh, I think I got it. Not a goalie. I, I I actually think I got it. Okay. Guy Ebert. Guy Ebert. Now you guys have named the three guys on the multiple oh, choice that are I always do this. <laughs> I always That's do so this. Uh, so there's one guy uh, left on the multiple choice who is actually the guy. That's all I got. I don't know any other Ducks goalie. I named all four of them. I don't uh... see. He was. Do you want a hint? Do you want a hint? Yeah, there's a hint. I would say so give he us was multiple in... choice, but we know the fucking multiple choice. He was in Super Bad. He was in Moneyball. Uh, Jonah was... Hill. Jonas. Jonah... Jonas Hill. Hillis. Jonas Hiller, yeah, that's the guy. Right. There we go. Hiller? Right. Jonas Hiller. Hitler. Hitler was Jonas the Ducks goaltender, right? Player. Jesus. And now it would have been time for impressions with uh, Nick, but he's fucking... just way too fucking busy to do one this week. Nick, gotta ruin it. No impressions <laughs> this Whatever. week. Sorry. Fucking great. Sorry, everybody. Uh, we're gonna go straight right. into this date in Steve's stomach. Let's go to the year of our Lord, 2011. Unfortunately, we're not hitting February again, unfortunately. I tried, but can't do it. Go to July 25th. Now, I don't know if I would have had a bagel on in the, in the middle of the winter. Uh, summer uh, listen, I, I know. I don't know. Now, July 25th, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, July 25th, 2003 was the day Tina and I got engaged. No, we're talking 2011. So this was oh, the seventh, yeah. the seventh year anniversary of that engagement. 
<clears throat> I can tell you that Tina went down to the beach with Bill Fougere's wife, Jennifer. Ooh. I can tell you that I did two miles on the elliptical. And that since they went down to the beach, they probably went down to Point Pleasant because for dinner, I had Joe Leone's pepperoni bread and a Coca-Cola classic can. You didn't eat breakfast or lunch, just straight dinner. I did not eat breakfast. You are correct. But for lunch, I had a pumpernickel bagel and a Coke. Shut, Shut the oh, fuck up. No. Shut oh, up. No. They got toys, toys around, motherfucker. Oh, Wow. It was down to happen. It was down to happen oh. after all this time. What a oh, roll I'm on. What a pumpernickel bagel I'm on. Woo. Holy shit. Why, Thomas? <clears throat> Why did you pick July 25th, 2011? Well, this... this You're not topping last week's. No, probably not. But this guy, uh, the man, that's all they give his name. They don't give his name. They just call him, refer to him as a man. Uh... He uh, he had an asthma attack, and he was presumed dead by his family. Um, but instead of calling the coroner, the people called a private uh, mortuary, a morgue, a mortuary, mortuary, and they brought him to the mortuary, put him in the fridge. Twenty-one don't, hours no, later, don't he you awakes. fucking? He awakes in the freezer, screaming. The two workers in the mor- in the morgue got scared because i thought it was a ghost so they left and they got <laughs> everybody else to come back with them and they found this fucking poor schmuck who was in a, in, in a freezer uh uh for 21 hours uh he he ended up being fine uh this happened in australia or no sorry south africa in johannesburg south africa a uh, man in his 60s uh ended up living did he, did he go for a second opinion on that diagnosis? <laughs> His family apparently could give two flying fucks about him, and they just assumed that he was dead because who knows? And he was just asleep, and they fucking him. put him in a freezer. That's it. That's it. I, I mean, the, the guys that picked him up didn't even fucking check for a pulse or, oh, look, his, his chest is moving up and down. Is that supposed to happen to a dead person? Oh, no, he's not. He's not blue. No. Well, I mean, when you first die, are you blue? You know this is blue. a you know this is a fucking fear of mine. This is practically being buried. Well, alive. no, buried. It's not being buried alive. You, you, it's not mistaken for. for do you do you know how close he was to being buried alive? He, not even close. They wouldn't have gotten that far. You don't think they were having a viewing for this guy? He was going right in the fucking dirt. Yeah, but if they had, they had a fucking viewing for him, they'd have to cut him open and take all his organs out. As soon as I'm they do that, you, boom, this guy was dead. going right in the dirt. They weren't boom, doing as soon any as he of that. Does that? He's dead. What's the problem with being buried alive? You wouldn't be alive in that scenario for very long. That's the pro- the 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 long the part in which you are alive and know that you're never getting out of that box. That's the that's the part. That's that's you, the fear. You got to go train with that kung fu dude that in the thermon. Yeah, no, I got to do this. Kill Bill. <laughs> uh, Ryan Strom, five years, twenty-five million dollar deal. Uh, to center the Anaheim Ducks. Quack. Oh, he quack. could play with uh, Jonas. Petrano. Oh, quack, quack. Yeah, he would be with, with, uh, with old Frank the Tank. With old Frank the Tank. Five year, five mil. Mm. Yep. That'd have been, he would, the Rangers could afford that. Uh, all right. 
uh, that's going to do it for us. We will. Uh, we thank you for joining us for our 80th episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. We will be back in the beginning of August just to touch base with everybody, say hi, see how the summer's going for everybody, and then we'll decide on what the schedule is going to be after that. But uh, we thank you for sticking around for 80 episodes. Uh, anybody ever give us a review? We did get a fucking, oh, Jesus Christmas. We did get a review. It's a five-star review. Okay. Just started it. listening and am a bit confused to the point of this podcast. <laughs> Shocking. We all are. Join the fucking club. <laughs> a lot of the intro was complaining about their personal problems. Well, listen, I had a small fucking desk. He did. It was pretty ridiculous. I thought he was going to say something else was small. <laughs> Eat shit, Bill. Uh, then there was a bunch of hockey talk. Uh, some of it was pretty funny. We appreciate that. Surprised uh, we actually talk hockey. <laughs> oh but uh, but had that one was a mistake. Break. How are you? Seventy nine episodes in, and the one guy Nick, I think, uh, is either using a stock iPhone mic or is mumbling, or maybe both. Anyway, keep up the work. Uh, maybe this will evolve into something. Anything is possible. Pembridge. Now, hold on. There is an Five edit star, in huh? here. There is an <laughs> edit in here. After keep up the good work. Keep up the work. After listening to some more episodes, I'm changing my review to five stars. Fuck, what did he, what did he give us? One, three stars? Um, three stars. The, the whole crew cracks me up and Nick's microphone quality uh, became more endearing than annoying as i kept listening well at least one of us thinks that uh keep up the great work guys <laughs> we we just grade on you until you until you like us that's, that's where are you i think down? that's our goal um this came from <laughs> ball team leader god bless you god bless you ball team leader well thank, uh, thanks for thanks for sticking with it listening to a few more and deciding that you know we weren't as bad as you initially thought. I love that. Guy. There's some episodes where think, we are. I think that's a thing. Yeah. Have you ever gone back and listened to like our first three episodes? No. Oh God, why would no. you? Why would you do that? <laughs> Holy shit! Oh Tom, God, tell us. Rambled on and on about hockey. Tell us in eight thousand words or less about the second period of that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at friends underscore rivals. Check our Facebook page because apparently we got one. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air just like we did tonight. Unless you don't want us to, just let us know. Turn on notifications Still. so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. Billy, say something witty. No, let's just send this. I got to go down on Little Debbie. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck.